Yes. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Coronasphere 9. Uh, we're going to dedicate this show to the uh, recent incident and uh, subsequent protests and show of solidarity to George Floyd and his family. Realize these are really upsetting times for all of you, and we want to bring some light and hope and just gratitude to uh, the African-American community for our music. We wouldn't have our music. Jazz, the only indigenous American art form, and from there we get the blues, rock and roll, hip hop, everything you like. We don't really have much of a life without these things, and so uh, we want to dedicate what we're doing tonight you know, to uh, everybody in that community and to uh, everyone who's come out to support it. And uh, we're grateful to uh, you guys for continuing to tune in. This is Bruce Spencer on the percussion. And uh, I'm Dr. Love, and we're missing Mark Harmon tonight. He's on his way. He and his wife and two dogs are on their way to North Carolina. And they were in Columbia, Missouri tonight. That's where they are, so go find them. <laughs> you got anything to say, brother? Respect. Yeah, respect. I think what I want to do is start with a song that uh, is a case in point. This is by Slim Harpo, an old blues tune that I learned a long time ago, and it's got a... It's called Got Love If You Want It. Got love if you want it, baby.
Let's do a blues of our own now. Let's do a... Oh my gosh. Why don't you get up? Get up next to me. looking for, baby. 
Okay, well, we've been working on a lot of these bluesy little things, uh, working on those 88 tunes for you, trying to, you know, recreate them, come up with something new, something old, something borrowed, but always blues. And uh, this one is one that uh, I think our sound man, Shalom Aberly, back in the 80s, I don't know if he saw this somewhere, read this somewhere, but he said Mary and the Baby Elvis, and I went, you know, I gotta use that. And uh, I was trying to write a bunch of songs to fill time when we were playing in a lot of uh, bars and clubs back then. We had to do these three and four hour sets. You know, you can only do uh, do it for love, you know. This is the way love is, and those a couple times, and people are going, hey, we want something to dance to. Something that doesn't have the word love in it, dude. Right. Come on. We want Elvis. Give, do an Elvis, you know? So I came up with this little one that's kind of like uh, one of my favorite Elvis songs that, uh, yeah, I've been traveling over mountains, even through the valleys, too. You know, I've been, baby, trying to get to you. That's one of my favorite Elvis records, so I kind of, came up with something that's sort of like it, and it's called Mary and the Baby Elvis. Lord, I'm so alone 
sang that since we played it that night at the 88 show maybe once or twice maybe played at what was that place in san luis obispo that little uh, caribbean bar i know you played it um i can't remember either but it was great remember in san luis obispo they have this thing called the gum wall it's a little alleyway where people stick gum on it oh my gosh. and there's like thousands and thousands you ever seen it chris that must be and that we, must be a, a, a totally toxic. Yeah, right now I'm right sure now. it's probably, I'm sure it's shut. You know, it's yeah, barricaded. Gonna, yeah, they're probably going to bury that <laughs> or scrape it. I don't know. They're going to dismantle it. And <laughs> yeah, but it's got thirty year, thirty forty year old <laughs> yeah. gum. It's going to But what I really like, I used to love. <laughs> I would love walking down there because it would smell like bubble gum. You know, oh it's, it's a sweet thing. So you're Ooh. even if you don't touch it or lick it. Ooh. You know, you know, I wanted to lick it, but, That's you know, awesome. you get that kind of that, that feeling, you know. <laughs> and then we went across the street to this little diner and had buckwheat cakes. No Bill nice. Harmon was with us on that trip, and he pours gravy all over his buckwheat cakes. And I went, did he? <laughs> I said, what are you doing to yourself? And I, I, I was having a vision of the future with dairy and movement oh, things, yeah. you know. But Bill's got him beat. I, I would never see dairy pour gravy on buckwheat cakes. Well, it seems it, that makes sense, though. Actually, if you really think about it, that's a a biscuit and gravy. It does. It's, it's, a, it's a, a kind combo. of yeah. It's a you know carbohydrates and carbohydrate derivatives, carbohydrate fat and meat. All right. Well, while I'm in the mood to kind of take chances, why don't we stay on the '88 theme? What do you got, bud? Let's try to see if we can actually play Wild Ooh, Blue. Wow. Okay. We spent uh, a few days working on this this week. This is the hardest one to sort of know what to do with because we had a organ part and uh, right now we don't have the organ track so we're trying to see how to make this thing feel. We slowed it down a little bit, gave it a kind of a, a looser yeah. but you know more of a rock thing. You now know. Did, did Roger played on that? Yeah, Roger Smith Roger did. Smith. And Roger uh, Smith. Yeah, shout out to Roger Smith. And, and of course, I mean man, after studying that track, man, once again, a shout out to Aaron Smith. Absolutely. Seriously. Yeah, that's it's one of his best recorded oh performances that we have. What a beast. Yeah, is when he locks the groove down, it just it just it's that, just a thing, that's, you that's know. That's the that is the definition of the A train. Absolutely. I mean he did a lot of things, you know, he didn't come into the band as as the kind of rock drummer he came out because we forced him into things that he probably shouldn't have done. Well, when you listen to that, but he that, seems like the guy who actually ha knew more about the whole rock thing than you guys actually did. He probably did, but it didn't, <laughs> you know, it's because he came in from a different no. style of music. And, you know, making him to play things that sounded drunk or sloppy wasn't really his thing, but no. he got there, you know. He's a, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, that, this definitely is one of the better one of a kind, things one of a that kind he did. Touch. So anyway, I don't know how I'm going to, Let's just try and play it and see what we come up with. I don't think I've ever played this acoustically. I, I certainly have never approached it like a, a 
Okay, so you I want well, you want to give me a tempo? We can kind of wade into a it.
play all those leads. You know, I'm sitting thinking of that ding, lead. Ding, 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 oh my gosh. I was, well, that, in, I'm intimidated by my younger self. Cause that's like, a, you know, I played that lead and I nailed it. And I'm going like, how did I, you know, it's like, that's one of those ones you're going to make mistakes. And it's like, I didn't make any. So, right. and I didn't have to re, I didn't have to dub it or anything. I just got lucky on this. <laughs> and when you're recording a live album, it's real hit and miss. You got to do a lot of them, but that was a one night, one night shot. Did you guys do that at the warehouse? We did. I, I, I was there. You were there that yeah. night? How do you the, know? I was there. I remember all those shows. You remember the recording? Oh, those were big, man. That was awesome. Yeah, and a big I, shout out to Shalom because we spent a week. He said, you know, we'd been playing up all the time, all the time. That was the peak of that version of the group. And he said, you've got to get this on tape. You know, you can't leave. You've got to get it down. I'm going, well, he says, you've got a studio right here in this church. Why don't you just run the lines? We'll set it up. We'll mic it. We'll take a week and just really get this thing good. And so he and Daryl Zachman spent one week with us going in there, sound checking, testing, going back, testing again, cleaning out bad lines that were dirty, you know, and wow. making sure everything worked. And we did a test run. So by the time we hit the stage that night, we were already in it, you know, and we were already tight because we were playing all the time. So we did make some mistakes. There were some problems that we corrected. But for the most part, that album, I would say, is 90 to 95 percent as it happened, you know, there's a lot of live albums. They just re-recorded everything, you know. Well, you, you overdubbed Roger, right? The, yes. The yeah, and it, I don't it, know what. We mixed, that's the one that Griffith. Gri Steve, Steve Griffith, Griffith mixed, mixed this that, right? a couple yeah. years after the show. We went down. Steve and, Griffith. Yeah, Griffith is the one who made this record sound great. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get a good live album from any band. It doesn't matter how legendary, how great. It's always a challenge. And I remember bringing this record into George Horn at Fantasy. And he's going, this is really, you know, he's mastered thousands of records. And he says, I got to tell you, man, for a live record, this is, he says, I don't hear him any better than this. That, he, it, that was the biggest compliment I could get because there's someone who's so jaded, who doesn't care. And he had to turn around and just say, this is a great thing. Well, that's, that's, that's good background because I, I, I've always thought that thing really had a really great engineering job at the point of where it was recorded. And now it makes sense that Shalom was doing it. That's a lot of mixing, man. Well, and Steve we still Griffith had to... Steve Griffith. And you know what we had to contend with, for those of you who are engineers and live sound guys, is that I was playing, of course, they didn't want me too loud, so they were blasting me through the monitors, right? Well, sure enough, the vocal mic oh, was golly. picking that up. So there was this, almost as much guitar in my vocal mic. Oh, wow. And so we had to mix... It's not, you know, it's not a very wide stereo mix. In order to eliminate all of that sort of time smear and... and phasing and everything we had to bring kind of like what it would sound like if you were standing right in front of the band so everything is kind of like a compact version and that minimized a lot of that crosstalk with the guitar but even so i had you know that my tone wasn't as good as it would have been had i not demanded so much guitar and the but you got to hear yourself i mean it was a loud band great tone dude still is a loud band that's the amp right there. Yeah, here it is, man. The old Fender Dual Showman Reverb, and there's the cabinet. It's a, a basement cabinet from the early 60s. Maybe uh, when all this is over, we'll, 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 take, we'll take requests for any private tours for people who want to come by and see that. Yeah, maybe we should turn this into a museum and yeah. show all the gear. I was thinking of doing that. Why not, man? My house. Well, yeah, we got to hustle a gig. You I know, mean, it's like 
We're sitting here trying to think of. That's what we do in our career, turn it into a museum. <laughs> That's what all those guys in their 80s do. <laughs> well, gosh, not that old yet. But. All right, well, look, since we're in the mood to try ridiculously difficult and obscure things, and I'd promised we'd do some things from Tom Tom Blues, all right. which was the first album that Bruce oh, okay, was cool. on. Made an incomparable uh, contribution to a lot of these sounds on this record, a lot of the crazy things we did. People noticed that all of a sudden my guitar playing went to outer space on this record. Yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you know what? This is cool because this one, I remember when you were doing this track, you did the intro and then you just held it. And it, and oh, it and it did this. Back, yeah, you can yeah, hear it at the end. Yes, this was. Well, you can right, hear it at the it's, end. It's in the very first verse. Right, it's going. Yeah, well, yeah like well, because he, he, he cuts the first, he cuts the whole intro thing, and then he, you know, I just, I hit a thing, and, just and, and it just and sits goes, there and it feeds. Yeah, we recorded that, yeah. and it's in the beginning, it's yeah. in the end. It was it's called. Lot, yeah, Mar it's one whole guitar track. It's so cool. You hear the engineer Kurt Shear saying Mark's Zappa because you said oh, you thought it sounded like Zappa. The chord changes. There was something about it that was Zappa-like. So this is a Mark Harmon composition, but we took it in a... So to play it on acoustic, this is going to be a completely different experience. Uh, that's very Pink Floydish. You know. One, two.
Man, man, come on, man. Oh, come on. Hey, here we go. I know I've wasted it. I was waiting for that. I did. I tried. You wasted it. I did it. I, I know did. you wasted it. <laughs> did we waste it? it? One more time. Wait a minute, Dub. Wait. Where's that lyric? God knows. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So go with. I'm, I'm, I, uh, let's do the whole chorus. Let's do the chorus. I've been running, running from love, thinking I had. Actually, do a song and then think about the part that you, and then you screwed beat, up, and then you go, go back, back and, and do it, and hit it, and just kind of oversell it and laugh about it. Well, you know, we have the look. See, this gives us the freedom, being able to do it like this. You know, we can just go back, stop, start, talk a little bit, tell a joke, hey, I start again. I have the freedom to play all this. Yeah, you do have the freedom, but, I don't. but, but he doesn't. See, I don't. We have the freedom to say no. Just say no. Hold it back. Hold it back. All right. Uh, hey, um, oh, okay, whatever. This is by request from Bruce. Uh, this oh. is one of my personal favorites of anything in the entire 40-year 77s canon. This has to be one of the best ones. And, and it, I A believe... live track? Cut it live? Yeah. I think it was just like one acoustic or something. I don't know. Over it. I, I mean, I remember this to be... I remember a lot of what we did on Tom Tom Blues was live. Yeah, and I don't. I think this was something that we came up with, or was it a something Mark wrote? I really don't remember where it started, but I remember how I got the idea for the tune because Bruce just said she plants another flower in the sand. I don't know why you said it. Do you remember why you said it? Uh, it's probably it was some kind of reference to some kind of futility. Yeah. So I took that and just. I went home and wrote this whole thing about what men do to their wives, to their girlfriends, to just women in general that they take for granted. I certainly was doing it at the time, and I'm always doing it at some level. It's just part of what we do. We don't realize what women give us. A poignant message for our society at this time. Absolutely, for a lot of reasons. And so we'd like to dedicate this to all the wives and women in the audience. And... Uh, Boy, man, this one hit Mark really hard at the time. Remember, he just could not deal with it. You know, we all kind of felt it in our own way, depending on who we were going out with or married Mark. to. Yeah, Mark. Mark was troubled by this song. Really? Yeah, deeply. Because wow. he felt it. You know, he felt like he did all these things. Wow. Anyway, I don't <laughs> want to out him in that because we're all guilty yeah, that's, of it. That's, <coughs> that's a little, you know, the guy leaves town and there you go there. Oh, so. What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding. He can't even, I mean, he has to do an Alloy Field song to respond. To respond. Really? Yeah, he's got to write another. I have to tune. Tortured Apocalypse. I need to tune this better because I can't play the song out of tune. Anyway, be sure to hit the tip jar, ladies and gentlemen. And once again with us, the brave, the one and the only, Chris Harrelson, ladies and gentlemen.
Christopher in the Weeds. Christopher in the Weed. Go to in the, the website, weed. check it out. Got a couple cool tracks from him. We're soon to have a good album here soon and do some other things. So thank you so much, Chris. All right, you ready? Okay, I gotta get the right. I've never played this song on this drum. I've, I've never played any of these songs on this drum. It's just happening. This is really, you know, you know, this every time I do this, I go, man, did that just happen? This is not an easy song to do on the acoustic. I'm going to try my best. I don't know if I ever actually have done it on acoustic or not. <clears throat> Just see up. You make a lot of money. She makes a lot of time. Counts it out.
part of. <clears throat> yeah, that's one of the great ones. All right. Wow. You know how you kind of tend to hate the stuff you do, you know, like I can't listen to it, I hate it. Or you think of, you always think of some little thing you could have gotten better. And, you, you know, most recording people do not listen to their own records unless it's years later and they forgot all the mistakes and it sounds fresh. But this one is one that I can put at the top of those five, maybe a handful of ones where you just go nailed. I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm okay, 100%. You can bury me with that one. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, we were, I was going for that Fleetwood Mac thing, that uh, early Fleetwood Mac with the, you know, those guys. I can't think of their names, you know. But uh, <coughs> anyway. The Greek, uh, what's his name, Green? Not Peter Green, but after him. Oh. Bob Welch oh, and yeah. uh, Denny Kerwin, Danny Kerwin. It was during that period that they did these gorgeous Les Paul harmonies like yeah, that's that. That's very interesting. That's a very – you, you could hear <coughs> Christy McVie singing that. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, that was in there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah that yeah. definitely those answer voices yeah, and yeah. all of that. That's kinda, yeah. So I was trying to get a, a piece of their history that is not always featured. It's kind of lost in the early 70s. And yeah. people who had those records back then like me will remember that. But most people, they think of Fleetwood Mac, they think of, you know – Go Your Own Way, go and, go or way. Don't Stop, or Rhiannon, or, you know, just all the hits, and this rich, well, rich... i like to sing that, man. That's great. <laughs> we did it. We Let's tried it once, and, oh. yeah, we murdered it, remember, at oh, Cornerstone? Right. Yeah. We did that. We did song. the whole Safe as Milk show. It was a big group. Oh Why gosh. on earth did we do it? I Cause don't... Because you're great. No, but we went out... We, we, we hadn't rehearsed it. Well, wait, did we, we rehearse we it? Do we rehearse these songs? No, well, don't tell them that. No, but... It's true. I know. We're I mean, so busy. we're not quite the roots. We're busy all week. I mean, we, you know, listen. we're doing stuff, yeah, you know, we, yeah, we, we, we have families, we yeah. have kids, we have yeah, I mean, response. We have adult responsibilities. It's hard to be, it's hard to be a musician. Yes. Everyone thinks it's easy that we're just sitting here, you know, making it up as we go along. It's not easy, but we are making it up. Right. What's, what's next? I, I, oh, I, oh, I've got do you want to try this? I've got How a much good time? vantage point because I can, oh, Okay. Man. Do you really want to go here? I mean, let's see how much time we left? have. Really? Lord. Wow. Well, let me see what's left, and it's I could this, this I could save that quickly. for next week. It would be fun to do it. It would be fun to do it. Man, I, yeah, I, I mean. You uh, want to try it? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to. Uh, <clears throat> you have to. When right, no, I, yeah, I don't even know how to beat. play it. But I, I, I can always make it, but, but is this. Is you want to do it? Yeah, did you prepare for this? Yeah, yeah, I did okay, it. Okay, okay. There's not that much to the song. I mean, I mean. Kid, you know, all kidding aside, Mike prepares a little. He comes over here with some stuff. No, I do he, rehearse. Yeah, the night before, he, he I puts frantically put yeah. together a set. Yeah. I run down the ones I don't know, and, and this and, this and is Chris one Harrelson of them. And I frantically make all this look like a, you know, some kind of TV studio. Okay, let's see, let's see if we it's can pull this off. It's actually in my bedroom. My <clears> so this right is here. this is one of the scarier my tunes. TV right here. My, uh, my hot plate. This this song started as a loop that Bruce had on the keyboard. It was just you know. A oh, yeah. And we called it Bruce's loop, and then we changed it to Bruce's lupus. <laughs> I'm sorry if everyone ha anyone has lupus out there, and it's not a laughing matter. But this was Bruce's lupus. And then I start having this dream that I killed somebody, don't remember where I put the body. And then I was thinking about that movie Deliverance, you know, where that guy kills that hillbilly guy, you know, the assaulting hillbilly. And then at the end of the movie, his hand comes up out of the water. Remember, he's having nightmares about this guy coming back 
to wow. get him again. And so I wrote about the dream, and I wrote about the movie, and, I, and Bruce is having lupus. That's great, and I, and I remember I, I remember kind of challenging that. Remember that uh, the Sting when Sting did the movie, and Omar Hakim did a big drum solo on uh, on what was the song? Um, I burn for you. Remember, remember that one? No. It was a you know. Oh really? Okay, that's where that came from. You went to my head all the things that you said. Straight to my head like a cannonball I fled. Got out the lead. I ran full speed ahead, full of dread. Went to my head. You went to my head. Message was danger. I was dead, sat straight up in my bed. Oh, where did I bury my body so dirty, my soul so unfed? This went through my
and then man oh yeah At we'll another that time. Back. Yeah, we'll bring that one back. Yeah, we gotta bring that back with other musicians. That's great, man. I love that. that I the inflammation spread. I remember you used to say the, in, the inflammation oh, spread. In, oh, no, but that's. <laughs> the inflammation oh, oh, no, 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 don't jade it. <laughs> that's the information <laughs> spread. Yes. That's a, that's a great line, man. My <clears> bro. Well. Well, we can do one of ours. Let's do another Slim Harpo to close it out. Sounds Are you good. cool with that? Yep. I'm sure you've played this at the torch. All right, thanks everybody. We really appreciate it. We got to go. Slim Harpo. Well, I'm a king bee. everybody on behalf of 77s mark Harmon, bruce spencer this is doc love so long <laughs>